Hello, everybody, and welcome to the March 18, 2021 edition of Peaceful Globalist Review. I'm your host, the Peaceful Globalist, Ephraim Josine. And ladies and gentlemen, a few nights ago, a man in Atlanta, Georgia, shot eight people, all of whom worked at various massage parlors. And by various, I mean some reports say two, some reports say three. Six of whom, or three quarters, were Asian. Now considering this is at the same time when the media has been constantly warning us about a surge in anti-Asian American violence, and before someone points it out, yes, not all that violence is done by white people, I know, but that doesn't change what I'm saying in any notable way, it would be reasonable to assume that this was a racially motivated hate crime. That is, unless you're in the mainstream media, in which case it's just a coincidence. Like everything, it seems to be a coincidence. George Floyd dying after he was kneeled on for nine and a half minutes. Um, that's just a coincidence. He actually died of fentanyl or COVID-19, or maybe he was struck by lightning. Brian Sednick dies. The day after a Capitol riot that he was present at and was attacked at, just a coincidence, look the other way. You know, 2020 seemed to, 2020 and 2021 have been quite possibly the biggest year for coincidences in U.S. history. If you're a fan of coincidences, this must be heaven for you. Here's a clip of a police officer from Atlanta, Georgia explaining that actually actually it wasn't a hate crime don't worry it wasn't a hate crime go back to bed it's because he was horny i'm not joking the suspect did uh take responsibility for the shootings um he uh, said that early on once we began the interviews with him um he claims that these and as the chief said we this is still early but he does claim that it was not racially motivated he apparently has an issue, uh, what he considers a, a, a sex fiction, and sees these locations as something that allows him to, to, um, to go to these places, and, and it's a temptation for him that he wanted to eliminate. Um, that, that, like I said, it's still early on, but those, those were comments that he made. Uh, so, a couple of things. First off, roughly one in ten every American man would be classified as neptomaniacs or sex addicts, and yet we don't have one in every ten men killing eight people. But second off, why did he specifically target Asian salon parlors? If it was really just he thought they were places of temptation, are you really telling me? And this man went from one side of Atlanta to another. You really telling me? that it was only because he wanted to kill some people he thought were encouraging him to have sex or something. And for that matter, for that matter, why did he go after massage parlors? Could that have anything to do with the racist stereotype propagated, might I add, by many state attorney generals? over the course of the later 2010s that massage parlors for Asian Americans were essentially brothels? You think those two things might connect 
in some way if I were to believe this utterly nonsensical explanation, and by the way, I don't. I, I, I'm sorry, I just, I, I don't even know how to respond to this at this point. Because essentially what the entire media is doing is it's looking for anything possible. What the cops are doing, what everyone is doing, is they're looking for any excuse possible for this not to be a race thing. And I'd love to join them. I'd love for this to have nothing to do with race, as the old saying is. But I'm sorry, this is just... That does not live up to reality. It doesn't. And you know what? You know what? I, I, it boggled my mind because I remember just 10 months ago, after George Floyd died, and that relaunched the Black Lives Matter movement, that led to massive protests, that was going to, apparently, lead to massive reforms, massive radical calls. It's been almost a year since that happened. And where are we as a country right now? Where are we as a population right now? Where are we where we can look at this and say, Nothing to do with race. Like, it's a trademark. Like, it's duck speak. It's just so obvious. We can't say it has anything to do with race. Not a single thing. And if you dare suggest otherwise, then you're actually the real racist for seeing race. Remember that argument? Yeah, it's come back in full swing. Congratulations. And I should say, I've been saying all of this in, like, two-minute chunks because I really just can't articulate how angry I am. Not just that an officer said that, but that there are people in this country, specifically in the conservative media sphere, that actively bought that, that actively believed that. If Emmett Till were killed today, then we would be questioning whether or not it was a race thing, because that's the only thing we can do now. It's the only thing we can do, and we desperately, and it would be one thing, by the way, if we were also actively investigating, but no, typically it's scrambling for even the smallest piece of evidence, even if it's just the testimony of the person who shot the people in question. That actually, no, it wasn't a race thing, don't worry. Don't worry. And you know, you hear these Tucker Carlson people all the time say, there's so much Americans would say if they weren't afraid of being called racist. Now. As a white American, I should note, I've never once been afraid of being called racist, but I'm not racist, so it's not really something I normally need to fear. But, in truth, the biggest fear for many white Americans, especially ones in the conservative media sphere, and especially, especially in the conservative new media sphere, is calling other white people racist.
If you've done that, you are essentially a race traitor in the minds of some people. There's no other way to properly vocalize what we're seeing right now. It's an epidemic of people who are scared of calling others racist. That's what it comes down to. And that's what it's always came down to when you actually look at how the media treats stories like this. And by the way, I know I'm singling out conservative media. This is not to say liberal media's been perfect. There's this Twitter thread from Ian Goodrum, I'll link it in the show notes page, that shows media coverage on China. The only difference between them and Fox is that Fox News said Kung Flu once, the New York Times didn't. That's the only major difference. For that matter, it, it wasn't... You remember the Chinese super soldier story? The utter nonsense, I'll link to Catelyn Johnstone's article on that in the show notes page as well. The utter nonsense story that the Chinese military was using genetic modification technology to enhance their soldiers, it wasn't Fox who started that story. It wasn't Newsmax, or One American News, or The Gateway Pundit, or Breitbart, or Infowars that started that story. It was NBC and MSNBC that first reported on that utterly nonsensical story. That's what's going on right now. That's what's going on. And then we see this. We hear people say, we, we have people in every news network, in every piece of media, warn that China's coming for you, that they created the coronavirus, that they did this, they did that. They're hiding under your bed, even. Be careful, watch out, and then we wonder why some lunatic shot up six, uh, shot up two Asian massage parlors and killed six Asian Americans, eight people total. But, of course, we can't wonder that because, as I will monolithically remind you, this had nothing to do with race. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I wanted to just leave it at that. I've been going on at it for about 10 minutes now. And I spent a good half hour trying to find something else to talk about. Anything else worth talking about. But I can't get over this. Not just, not just what the shooter did. Although that's horrible. But also the reaction to it. I am going to read you a quote from the Atlanta shooter. I'm going to kill all Asians. That is a direct quote from him, according to a witness. But remember, remember, this has nothing at all to do, about to do with race. None. And by the way, I had to get that quote from the South Korean news network. Because... All of the American media, including the liberal media, the progressive media, that's so enlightened on race issues. You know what they did? All of them, they reported on the quote I played earlier, the clip I played earlier, the clip of the officer saying it was his sex addiction. And they played that and they discussed it. They never once actually asked a witness 
It took media from Asia, from a completely different continent, to cover a story in Atlanta, Georgia, like the U.S. media should have been. That should be pissing you off. If that is not pissing you off, I genuinely don't know what to say to you. Here's a little, here's a little thought. Here's a little thought. This, just yesterday, okay, just yesterday, Joe Biden himself, directly said he was not going to uh, prescribe motive to the shooter. That's Joe Biden, the Democratic president of the United States, the man who we were told if we voted in would end all racism. We'd all just be holding hands and singing Kumbaya all day. And then one of the first major racial crises takes place in his administration less than 100 days in. And, and how does Joe Biden respond? It's rather simple. He doesn't. He doesn't. He says, we don't know what happened. We all know what happened. Far as I'm concerned, there are two groups of people who say, we don't know what happened. It's not about race. And those are the intentionally ignorant and the liars. Those are the only two categories. And the same day, I should note, this happened. All of this happened. We've been seeing this just over the past 48 hours. Not even 48 hours. Or no, no, it's been about 48 hours, yeah. This is what Florida Governor Ron DeSantis... 2024, Republican frontrunner, might I add, had to say on the topic. Or no, he didn't say anything on the topic. My mistake. Here's what he said at a press conference announcing his changes to Florida's education curriculum. Florida civics curriculum will incorporate foundational concepts with the best materials, and it will expressly exclude unsanctioned narratives like critical race theory and other unsubstantiated theories. Now look, we can argue about critical race theory all we want, okay? I don't even fully agree with it. However, DeSantis called it completely unsubstantiated. After a white man killed six Asian Americans in primarily Asian American massage parlors, might I add, by the way, Atlanta is only 5% Asian American. So there's no chance it was at random. There's statistically almost no chance it was at random. And we see the entire media attempt to bend over backwards and say, is this really a race thing? We see the police question his motives when they're so obvious. We see Joe Biden himself, the Democrat president of the United States, the man who specifically promised to unite the nation from its racial woes it saw over the summer. And what do they do to the DeSantis of the world and to all the rest? They fall in line and bend their knee and agree. They either play the narrative or they stay silent.
That is what is going on right now. We are seeing that play out so clearly. And again, I want to make clear, because this cannot be stressed enough, it'd be one thing if this were just a handful of Republicans and a couple loony right-wing media sources. Again, this is not an issue we only see with InfoWars or Fox or The Daily Wire or Breitbart or V-Dare or whatever you want to blame. This is an issue that is completely rampant throughout the nation, throughout both political parties and throughout every single major news media outlet. There's, there's no simpler way to put this, okay? If you are a media outlet who parroted any anti-China nonsense, and don't get me wrong, I'm not arguing that China is perfect, okay? Nobody's arguing that. Not a single human being is arguing that. But if you're a news outlet who pushed obvious nonsensical conspiracy theories, you might even call them, it doesn't matter if they were as big as China might have created COVID-19 to as small as Zoom and TikTok are shills for the Chinese government, despite the fact that Zoom's headquarters is in San Jose, then you do not have any right to talk about anti-Asian violence. Because far as I'm concerned, You've perpetrated it. You have. You told the American population that China is coming for them. And you were surprised. And we see this in the uptick in anti-Asian violence. You were surprised when people believed you. That's our show and good night.